You are listening to Thursday Nights, episode 125. just finished the ritual, discovered that our heroes are only one god away from having enough power to go home, an unexpected result, to be sure. Aurel has proposed an alliance between the city and himself, securing his ascendance through the worship of the world's only human colony. In exchange, Aurel promises to commit the last of a Minotaur's life, energy, and power to stabilize the shield. Pazuzu's offer remains open in return for dropping the city's shield, he claims to be willing, eager even, to send the heroes home with instructions on how to stop the cataclysm, an offer considered by most of the heroes to be too good to be true. Whatever other gods remain in the Dark World are as yet unknown by our heroes, though perhaps through some research they may find some third option. You are in the uh, the, the great hall that is where the, most of the government business is conducted inside the city, the last bastion of humanity in this aberrant world. It's fairly nice structural-wise, actually, a little bit of stained glass. It's of a higher quality than the rest of the building. Absolutely. Uh, Aurel, the angel of fire, is still sitting very patiently in the chair at the meeting table. He has waited a long time to come here with this proposal and Mm -hmm. clearly is in no rush to uh, and, and also, as revealed last week, Aurel clearly sees that you all uh, are more powerful than him. Uh, you, you've absorbed the power of three gods entirely, and each of you wields that power as if each of you were three of those gods. It is just the amount of the, the contained energy. The amount of contained energy in all of you is uh, unlike the world has possibly ever seen. Do we know if the ritual is going to use up? that energy and take away from us or no it was comes described up every week. it was described no. as essentially in order no, to get it's like the casting ritual. a spell gotcha. it's just you need, you need enough muscle to get a good punch but your muscles yeah. don't go away afterwards my muscles get used to it no. in fact your muscles probably grow because you exercise it yeah Ren can't actually say what he's thinking right now because because he's there are emotional. city people here in the room with us yeah what? Who's the? It's not Karis. Which one of the? Alus is here. Alus is the is the mayor. Yeah, he's the leader of the city. Alus is here with us. So Ren can't say screw this town, let's kill a Munitar, <laughs> because right. there are city folk here. And while Ren doesn't give a flying crap about these people, he also he does doesn't want to, to just them. he doesn't want to throw it in their face. Well, we have received a lot of new information in a rather short amount of time. Um, is there anything more we need to know of Aurel's offer before we uh, essentially go and discuss it privately? Um. Aurel has presented uh, the entirety of okay. his side of the offer. If there's more details you want, that maybe, but... Uh, you don't yeah. have to be wise enough to ask, I guess. Yeah. There's nothing more he is waiting to, uh, okay. to tell you. 
Um, Hugh, I mean, I suggest we go and uh, discuss our options privately. By the way, it is uh, what you could call late afternoon, early evening. Uh, you had spent much of the morning... Freaking out. Freaking out, arguing, arguing. dealing, uh, kind of seeing the city's reaction to... Whining. Pinter's death. Yeah. You know. Some might say. It didn't go well. They had their hopes up really high that we were going to be able to take them to this shining land of green grass Pinter and sunny Pinter's day is on hold. Yeah. Indefinitely. Indefinitely. <laughs> um, uh, so Hugh suggests that we go discuss the offer privately. Yeah, let's... Thanks, thanks Thoughts? all. Right. We'll be back later to further discuss our... Yes, we must convene. We must convene. Alright, so we head back to our room. Yeah. Um, is that where we're going to talk? It's easy enough. Okay. Your room is private. Hopefully. It's more like your house. You have a whole... As soon as we get into the main room of the house and the door shuts, if we get there, no one stops yep. us or anything. Yeah, you're at home. Ren says, screw this town. Ren says, what a surprise! Can Didn't we see that coming? A moment. Can we make sure we're properly warded? Half the time you're I'm properly, here. You're properly warded. Okay, delightful. Thank you. Screw this town. We're going home. Yeah, it's a difficult thing to consider. Well, we what are, are there to consider. We already knew Ren's vote. Uh, not too long ago, we were spending hours on end trying to form a ritual that would potentially save his people, and now we have someone walk in with the solution to keep the shield up, at the very least protect them for a great length of time, as it's appeared obvious that we can't bring them with us. We have someone offering to do what we so clearly cannot... And at the very least, it buys us time to go find a source of power to help us get home. Mm-hmm. Without dooming the last bastion of humanity. At to the very least, we should spend the, the time that, w- that the shield has before we... That's years. Well, that's my point. Is We have perhaps enough time to look at other options before... We saw the situation that had progressed in our own world. I mean, if it was true, the things we had seen with Pazuzu, Thunderstrike was on the about to make a journey down to the bottom of the abyss. Um, the blood war has spilled out over from the mouth of the abyss and is now wreaking havoc across Faerun. Um, who, who knows what he showed us? I mean, I, I agree. Taking the risk that that was not true maybe isn't the best idea, but we also but allowing know that, it to affect our yeah. judgment is could be exactly be playing into Pazuzu's hand. <clears throat> it would be in his best interest for us to feel rushed. Yes, um, possibly. That's certainly that's certainly a possibility. True. And it says everything Pazuzu does is for his own gain. So even if that was true, by using it to quickly get out of here is somehow benefiting Pazuzu, and I think that's something that we should avoid at all costs. I guess there is the question of time, though. I mean, is there a danger of waiting too long? I don't know. Certainly. I don't know if we, know, if we know that for a fact. At least here. Um, how, much time, I know f- how much time passes here and how much time passes in world that we come from is not exactly clear. Yeah. Uh, It's always forward. 
You know that. It's always forward. Unfortunately, it's not like some sort of weird time traveling thing. It is, uh, but you also know that it's uneven. They 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 flow it at the two time streams flow at different rates relative to each other, and that relationship changes. Yeah, I remember we've been gone for several months and have come back moments after we left before, and we were gone for short times and came back. Frida started to be able to predict it a little bit when when you were still tethered, but now that you're not tethered, uh, trying to read that is. I mean, you have no connection to the other world. You can't read it. Yeah. All the more reason for us to get out of here ASAP. Mm-hmm. Well, says, just like Pazuzu wants. What does Pazuzu have so anything want, to do we with want that too, He has every, He's the cause of the cataclysm. Well, yeah, but why... I don't understand why... What, what, where's the confusion? He's the enemy. He's the one who's brought about the blood war and everything that we're fighting against, so I'm going to take him very seriously. I'm a little surprised that I'm the only one. Yeah, but I'm not going to say we don't take him seriously, but I, I take imagine... a little bit of offense at that. I that's take too bad. Seriously. I think that's too that bad. I think you don't. I think that he... Well, what would you I think well, you're being you ridiculous, and the arguments that you're making is that Pazuzu is causing everything, so anything we do is going to benefit him. Anything that we do that he wants us to do. So what are we supposed to, like, sit he on our asses and do nothing? He wants us to go home. He wants us to stay here? Yeah, what are we supposed to do? I think we don't play into his hand and and make a rush decision like you guys are suggesting. So what do you want he to do? Showed us, he showed us some scary pictures. And suddenly everyone goes, we gotta get home now. I'm not we saying making get, a rush decision. We I'm, had saying, to get I'm not home. saying you are. We what had to get home anyway. He's saying we should leave right now, slaughter a Munitar, and just be on our way. Yeah! Exactly, and I'm saying that Pazuzu Before Pazuzu even that. came, that's what I've been saying. I mean, I want to go back as soon as possible. Go home. I think we should we go back all, as soon hey, as possible, but not sacrifice. We don't sacrifice. all live forever. Yes, I want to exactly. spend as few days in this and shit hole as I can. And we a little bit of time that we all have not sacrificing the last group of humans in this entire realm. I will stand by what I said before. Do we have another option? I don't give a crap about this. Yes, place. we allow Amunatar to power their shield. Um, I mean, just to get home, though. We find another source. Well, let's do that, then. Let's Instead do- of standing here and arguing about it, I'm all for trying to find another option. Let's let's do that. You're willing to walk to. You're willing to walk for six months to go find another god. That's a small price to pay. What if the cataclysm happens? Are, while we're are walking? your feet tired? What are your feet tired? Six months of walking would do you in. I guess what the if, question are: What is what the risk the, and what is the cost? What if the cataclysm happens while we're we gone? We don't know. We don't know. Which is all the more reason to and get back we, as soon as we and can. And we don't know if it will. So you're so risking the lives of little, our entire, our entire. I know as much as you our do. Entire, I know as much as you do. The entire light world. So by for the playing into Pazuzu's hand because really he's scaring. This is not playing into Pazuzu's plan. How is it not? He wants us to do it. He wants us to drop the shields. Yes, and that's what we would be doing by sacrificing a Munitar. We're We've dropped the city shield. exposed. We're leaving it up to them to figure out their own their own. Maybe he's We're rushing it because they their might. last fuel source. We're taking no a fuel source. They could We're taking a fuel source. Wait, wait, wait. They've lasted. Don't give this city too much. They have lasted for yeah. hundreds of years, Brandis. They're circling the drain. Don't pretend like you can. They're don't pretend like you know anything about yes, the arcane. I do. You don't know. Shit. We have one man here who says I can keep this shield wall up indefinitely, and you're saying we shouldn't let them do yeah, it. Yeah, and you've you've talked to him for five minutes total. Okay. How do you know that he's, he's not so working for Pazuzu? Let's 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 okay. let's make a Brandis argument. Okay. What if he's working for Pazuzu? Let's make a Brandis counter argument. What's your proof? That was asked of me earlier, and where do you have it? See. You can go round and round and round with this. Yes, exactly. That's why I'm saying we leave the city 
to be so protected we say, by the fuck source it and cut home. out everything and just go home and leave now. Yes. I don't believe the angel is an enemy of an agent of Pazuzu. I didn't get that vibe. I, I don't get that vibe either, either. But you yeah. never know. But that's a maybe I mean, the angel isn't. But that's maybe as far as speculation as you guys have accused me of. So I'm not going to give yours any credit, just like you haven't given mine. So. No, he's not an agent of Pazuzu, and until you give us some actual evidence besides maybe he is and we should run away now, I, I just don't think see that a reason it's funny. To put any I think it's funny that one guy shows up and says, Hey, I can probably extend the life of this town. And I think it's funny that one guy shows up and says, I can extend the life of this town, and you say, We should kill him. That's your first suggestion. Because he's a killer. Because we've been killing all the. We've been traveling to the ends of this fucking earth to get to the gods, and this one's coming to us. Yes! Take them out. It is a, let these people deal with their own problems. It's they've a limited resource with, we're after. We haven't they, let people deal dealing, with their own problems since square one. This is all about saving all the this, innocent people in our world. This I won't sacrifice these people this just because you think they're worthless. This community has been dealing with its own problems since the whole since the cataclysm happened. Let them continue to deal with their own problems. It's Frida here. We're risking yes. the lives of millions. For the lives of these few. We can still get back, but these people can't protect themselves. We can they still need get us. We can still get back, but you're failing to recognize that you we may not get back in time. Will you at least re- will you at least acknowledge that point? Frida is in the corner and she's she's writing but not as frantically, she's writing in her like ritual books doing her like normal math, but you see she's just kind of like quietly sobbing in the corner during the oh story. And it says, God, if we kill Munitar and condemn this city to fend for themselves, which they will fail at, Pinter's sacrifice was in vain. And I will not let that happen. I don't know that Pinter was a sacrifice. At the moment it seems like an accident. Pinter, did it, Pinter he was here. He threw himself into the fire for us. Was charging headfirst into the same goal that we were, which was protecting and hopefully saving the city. We all risk it all every day. My and I think... Each of you for that. My primary goal is to save our own world. All right, thank you. I and I'm not going to say, you know, let's shit on this place for kicks and giggles. Um, if we can and it's possible to save them, that would be great. A slight inconvenience, maybe a long walk, as Ren put it. But um, it depends on it, it depends on what is the cost and what are the risks. We have. Because if we're, if we're risking losing our entire world over the lives of I don't know, kind a few of hundred, a few thousand, I, I keep forgetting how big the city actually is. Large, Small potatoes compared to the entire the world. world. Says, we have as much in common and responsibility with these people as we do from our own. We are surrounded by Aurora's descendants. I'm not going to say. I, initially, my first take on these on this place was, this is some sort of illusion, dream world, and it's all bullshit. And it doesn't really exist anyway. Uh, my opinion on that has changed slightly. Um, wherever they exist, they seem to be as real as we are. Albeit, they seem to exist in some sort of alternate place. But that's not too much different than saying it's someone who lives somewhere that you'll never be able to conveniently go. Doesn't make them any less real. We so these have, are people. We have these are actual this, lives. Yes, we have failed this world once. And no, that was in a cataclysm that happened already. This world is what happened when we couldn't stand in the way. The least we could do is ease their suffering a bit. Yeah. So you're willing to let that whole thing what, happen in at our what cost? 
in that, the light That's world. the problem we don't know is we, we don't know the cost of doing that, and it's noble and it's good and it's there's a reason to do it. Certainly, but what's but a justiciar of Bahamut would sacrifice these people, and they are being sacrificed. Don't kid yourself that it's anything different than that. I've, sacrificing I've been, these the, people by taking I've been last the staunchest proponent of helping these people. Then help me find another power source so we can get back and not when did, condemn these people. Since when did you become so high and mighty? It's like I'm talking to Aurora here. No offense. Uh, but since I found out I was better than you, Ren, I'm going to live forever and you're a lord of devils. That's when I found out when I was high and mighty. This is th- we're not talking about better. We're all working together towards the same goal. I know I'm better than him. Not you guys. Well, not you guys. Not you guys. Yeah, you got that. <laughs> as, as long as we're but still trying to save... But you and you are better than a devil lord. Remember that and don't sink to that level of... Ren. My goal is the top thing and we must sacrifice and kill every living thing between me and it. Because when we're done, there'll be nothing left. There are other options out there. There are. But Our goal is not some shiny stone. Them. Our goal is to save lives. Yes, and that's what I'm doing. As are you. Many, many, many lives. More lives than My this town. We're talking about world. the planes. The very yes. nature of existence. The entire pantheon of gods. All gods. Uh, every Everything that ever has existed in our realm is under threat. Brings folds his arms and says, I will not leave I these think people... I this think, is blowing your entire wealth for a penny. I think this is just showing that even though Brandis has lived forever, he Brandis is still incredibly immature, petty, and self-centered. Ah. Words of a wise man there, spitting insults when he's out of ideas. Hi. Frida. You both need to realize we're Frida. all on the same goal here. We're trying, and, and we, cannot, we, were. we cannot succeed without each other. If you are not committed to preventing the cataclysm in our world, then you are just as much a danger as whatever threat you perceive Ren to be. If we do not work together, we will fail. And everything we've worked for thus far will be for naught. You talk about making Pinter's death in vain? Ren says, you're right. And I'm a petty, petty man. I don't go home unless we save the city. And you need me to stop it in the little world. Good day. And he leaves the room. Does he switch his hair a little? Just a bit. Just a little bit. he leaves the room. This is not the first time Brandis has walked off out of principle. Aurora's pretty certain he'll come back at some point. Um, she turns her attention to Frida, who she's been staying next to trying to get her attention. Brandis does have a good point, and that is a question of what Frida. are our alternatives. <coughs> yes, Frida. Frida looks up finally from her... Uh, from her work, and you see that she just has tears streaming down Why her do eyes. Why do you keep putting on the mascara? <laughs> she just has tears running down her eyes, and, uh, and she down looks her cheeks, and says, I hope. Can you... Shut your face. <laughs> Ooh, Frida got catty. Uh, yeah, oh, Frida. Is it she possible... Says, all of this wouldn't be a problem if I hadn't screwed up the ritual. If Pinter were here, we might even have... Enough I, energy to get home right I under- now. I understand that she you says, have regrets. She says, I measured it wrong before. I measured it wrong. What we're talking about she now... She says, I don't understand how this power Frida, works at all. let me finish. Maybe my thought. ritual to get us home won't even work. Jeez. Frida, I'm going to say this in the calm manner. I need you to focus up and get your shit together. 
Now, can you at least try to find us another option, another god out there that we can approach? Can you try, Frida? She kind of, she collects herself for a moment, takes a deep breath, wipes some moisture out of her eyes. If you're concerned about your capabilities, we have Ren here as well. He, I don't see why the two of you can't work on this. If you're willing, Ren. She looks over to Ren, kind of a full look in her eyes. Say yes. I know your opinion is to burn this town. I will make you a deal. He's left the room. Ren says to the rest of the group. I'll make you guys a deal. You guys know how I feel about this. But... You've made it clear. I'm willing to give this a little bit. I'm willing to go ask around, give it a of time to see if there are any other gods that happen to be walking by the city anytime soon that we can go get. Okay. Or if we can work the ritual a little bit differently so that maybe we can use the power that we've got right now. But I'm not giving it a whole lot of time. I'm not time? saying we devote years to this. I'm not, I know, I'm just I'm saying. I'm saying we look, because his offer may not be long term. I know. But it would I'm be ju- wrong of us not to investigate other options. I will go investigate. If it's as simple as, oh, there's one over there and we go get it. Yes, I'm willing to go look into that, but I am not willing to go march for days and days and days and months and months and months and years and years and years again. Well, let's just see what our options may- are. Maybe we could use the 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 ritual that Pinter and I worked on that helped us find the other gods. We could expand the expand the search Good. to a larger area. We yeah. have you have more power now. We could maybe augment it and That's good, Frida. That's positive thinking. I like that. Let's let's retool that ritual. That's she your smiles and says, I'll need your help. Ren? Ren chuckles. Says you're gonna have to check all my numbers. Help Ren, Frida out. Ren chuckles a little bit and says, Alright, let's go do it. I know I'm pretty worthless at this stuff, but if there's anything I can do to assist, please let me know. Says, I would really like some eggs. I will make you some eggs. <laughs> it's good that she's eating. It is. Well, until Brandis gets back, I guess that... Frida begins work on that. is still on the back burner. These sorts of things, these sorts of calculations, they take a while, they take hours. Okay, so... Days, even... In the event that there is no second option and we're left with take a Munator or give him to the city. And lose Brandis. I don't know. Is it really an option if he's. We may have to drag him along. You try that. I don't know. I mean, if it's. If it's. If it's his stubbornness versus. uh, (laughs) the fate of the world. I will figure out some way to strong arm him. I'm sorry, but I, I'm not willing to let this lie. I'm not saying you should, just saying that it will dragging him along would Convincing be, him would be ideal. Yes, well. Once the deed were done, I don't know what point there would be in being stubborn about it. I don't know. I... You've held this group very well together in the past. I... I'm feeling a bit stretched thin lately. I know. This is not an ideal place or time for any of this to be going on right now. When is now. it ever ideal? Well, this is particularly bad. 
Murphy's Law or whatever, I guess you'd... Murfonzo's Law. Yeah, Murfonzo's Law. Um, he's making eggs. Uh, so what do we do then, in the event there are no other options? In the event that there are no other options? <laughs> then we do the only option there is, if there are no other options, quite literally. Do we do some sort of risky, tricky thing with Pazuzu and trying to save the city? I don't know I, why they would ever go along with it. Essentially, maybe they're... they don't have to know. I, I mean, guess that's an option. Really, all we would need is for RL to participate. Yeah. And we'd be gone anyway, so... I just don't know how to pull it off. I... I you need, know. like, someone to be able to tell the future or something like that. Yeah. I mean, we have Solus. Maybe she's useful in some way. I don't know. She hasn't been good at predicting things that I'm aware uh-huh. of. I was just thinking outside of... Yeah. Upon saying Solus's name, she pokes her head through the wall, as she can just phase through them sometimes and she says I don't understand I thought we were all friends and turns her head sideways friends have arguments sometimes friends disagree it's what we do after we disagree all the interesting people are assholes sometimes if they didn't have personalities enough that they would conflict sometimes we wouldn't really be interesting to keep around she kind of brightens up and says I'm an asshole sometimes and then floats back through the wall called her an asshole I'm sure sometimes she is. Yeah, but who's that? Or she's nothing. She killed a child. I mean, she's not enough of a person to have anything that you can conflict with. She's a metaphorical asshole. Said no one to Aurora. But you thought it. But she thought it. You know that Brandis would have said it. If Brandis was here, he would have said this almost as a metaphorical asshole. I know he would have. I know he would have that jerk. That jerk. Metaphorical jerk. All right, so Frida and Ren uh, to work on this is going to be are going to be tied up throughout the night at least to work on augmenting this ritual. Is, is anyone else doing Aurora anything uh, goes and during this down time? Brandis because she cannot leave All right. sleeping dog to lie. Brandis is not walking very fast. He's Aurora easily catches Brandis. Huge footprints. She just so walks next to him. Track him. <laughs> like when she when she when she reaches him, she actually just. Is there, you know? She she walks next to him. Doesn't say anything. Just walks for a little bit while he thinks about what to say. You hear a lot of conversations around the city as you walk. There's a lot of uh, excitement and interest in the angel that showed up. Uh, if you recall, Aurel was very loud and public about his offer to uh, to the city and wanted political. to make sure that uh, everybody heard what it was that was on the table. So you find uh, the reaction to you walking around uh, is also mixed. Some exaggeration of what it already was earlier in the day for the uh, for the for Pinter exploding in Town Square. Uh, Oops! But uh, you can you can see a mixture of uh, a mixture of attitudes now. There's some people almost disingenuously sort of smiling at you and treating you nicely, and you can you like can see right through. Of us? You can see right through that it's obvious that they they want you to like them and, and want to take Arel's offer. Like oh, he's offered they, them salvation. They know that we are explicitly they know that you are involved in the decision making of this and you know there's this Have you seen my babies? Look at all my adorable babies. Word has spread enough that they know that you so all innocent. have your own goal that is separate from saving the city, although although entwined with it. And so the the reaction to you moving around is similarly 
split and entwined. Anyway, that's what you see. That's Aurora and Brandis walking down the city steps. Brandis with his really super heavy shadow. Knocks over some tables. (laughs) More carrot cards. The guy just set it up again. He falls over and the man just weeps. He doesn't even start cleaning up. Hugh makes an omelet with uh, tomatoes and peppers and three kinds of cheese. There are three kinds of cows here. Pretty good. You're like tapping all of their resources. <laughs> this is everything they it's have. It's an important ritual. Saving breakfast ritual. The annual festival. That was all of their food. <laughs> Frida just Frida never even looks up from her papers as she eats. She puts it down. She just no. Eats she the magically food. like probably gets that like fork going. Feeding her. She's not so much to show off. Like I know. Yeah. I know. But. Personally, that would be the way to do it. Aurora, Aurora sees Frida eat and go, why doesn't she do that? She if I could do that. Food into her mouth. Aurora cannot do that. Bahamut looks down on such ostentatious displays. Yes, indeed. Uh, Alright, do Aurora and, and uh, Brandis have a butt. conversation before uh, before morning? Well, that's up to Brandis. If Brandis has anything to say, Aurora will listen. But So Aurora's not going to speak first, is what you're saying? Yes. Brandis goes... To see if Aurora was planning on interrupting him. She's crying here. Um. Uh. Brandis just, um. He's a little more calm out here. Get a good breath. Get the blood pumping. Out of range of friends. Um, just outside the room. I mean, it gets, you know, we have to talk in, like, secret kind of thing. And so he's just. And we don't have, like, our communication room. We don't have Thunderstrike. Mm -hmm. Shop and Pavo. You're missing the misses. And the misses. Um, and, uh, and, uh, Brandis just is kind of walking along and he's, he's, uh, looks a little more optimistic, a little more positive. Um, not that he didn't think they could get back, but it's kind of like, like, I don't know, he's struggling against, uh, struggling to make his point. And out here he's just, uh, he just says, The ghost of the stairs. Says, says, We'll get back, Aurora. Don't worry. She gives a, a optimistic nod because she is optimistic too. I am Aurora. Aurora. Yes. This is that signet ring all over again. I knew it. They make a little circuit <laughs> back, or does he just keep um, walking forever? Just keep walking around. I mean, he knows that they're. Research is going to be done on another power source, um, so we don't have a lot to specifically do. So he's just kind of going around, helping clean up all the carrots and stuff. <laughs> and he's like, "This city is filthy. So many they carrots everywhere. Can't Jeez. keep their streets clean." All right. Um, As Frida, and, oh, go ahead. Uh, at it some point during the night, Hugh asks if he can steal Ren for just a moment. Okay, so. Okay, so at um, while Aurora and Brandis are out, and Frida is munching eggs, Hugh asks if he can steal Ren aside for a moment, or if he's too entrapped in the ritual making that he cannot. <laughs> Ren's be like, away. oh, I'm too busy. I'm busy. Busy forever. Too busy forever. Finishing my homework. I can't talk about sneaking out last night. Quite literally. Just before or after Ren sleeps for the night. Uh, I don't know if they're planning on sleeping. I was helping Frida. 
Yeah, free to. I mean, it's it's getting late in yeah. the evening, so um, she's gonna need to sleep. She is starting to take the wisdom of uh, Aurora. Of Aurora. Aurora's wisdom. Or wise, wise wisdom. And you guys typically sleep. Would have prevented night. all this. Okay. Um, we'll say just before he goes to sleep, then. Okay. Okay. Just a minute. Just before. Um. Run. Steps into Ren's room. Um. So, I know you spoke with Pazuzu. How do you know I spoke with Pazuzu? Because I can tell when you're lying. What proof do you have? I don't. And I went outside and fixed the shield. I'm not accusing you of anything at this point. I'm just saying that's what I believe. Uh, I know... You believe what you want. I'm Everybody seems to be pointing fingers at me lately. You're a friend, Ren. You're my ally. You've had my back in countless situations, and I owe my life to you more times than I can probably count. So I'm not saying anything like that. Um, but we have different values in some angles. And we have different goals. And we have different ways of going about those goals. And I see the angle I think things are going. I mean, you're currently the lord of the eighth layer of hell. Um, I would not suspect it'd be too strange if you eventually make a play and topple Asmodeus and become the lord of the hells yourself. Maybe. You seem to be an ambitious fellow. Um, and being... And he has the one weapon that can do it. And you have the one... And you seem to be capable of doing it. So... Lord of the Nine Hells. That usually comes with a particular kind of reputation. And... You're probably going to be that for a long time, I take it, if you succeed that way, or even being Lord of the Eighth. Uh, so, I guess I just see a different trajectory going on, and I would like to stay friends and allies for as long as possible. But, I mean, if eventually our goals and our values become too far apart, it wouldn't be strange to think that at some point we might stop being allies. Though, maybe not being <clears throat> friends, if that makes sense. You know what I would like? I would like it if for just once all of my so-called friends, which I consider you one of them, and my allies, stop questioning me about every single move that I make. Have I ever questioned you and your motives at at Mossy Vale? No. Do I ever talk to you about that? No. Have you proven yourself to be a loyal friend? Yes. A loyal member of the Quorum? Yes. Have you helped prevent many, many a tragedy in our world? Yes. I would appreciate it if just once you people could acknowledge the good that I do, instead of constantly picking at me and 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 pointing out every potential bad thing I could do. Just once. We do probably give you a lot of shit. I agree with that. Perhaps supporting the good that I do. You're helping save the world. You're one of the few people who are capable of doing it, and you are willing at this point. So, thank yet, you. Yet, you continue... To 
slight me. I'm not blind. I see everything. I know I'm not perfect. He I know. sees everything. <laughs> I know you're not perfect. I just... It's a delicate balance our group is within. Uh, and while I am focused on the bigger picture, I guess you could say, and am willing to... Uh, I guess, perhaps, be acceptable of some ideals that are a bit outside my own. Others are not. If that makes sense. So, I would just say... Be aware of that. Be aware of the situation we're in. Because if we get too far estranged from each other, then we lose everything. So, I don't know. You may have... I know you're dedicated to our cause, um, but we all have our own sort of side projects we're working towards and goals and whatnot. I would just say, uh, try and keep things in perspective, keep mm -hmm. things in order. You're smart, man. Probably smarter than I am. So, whatever. Ren nods. I am smarter. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Ren nods enthusiastically. Ren nods and says. Noted. That's all. If you'll excuse me, I need to get back out and finish helping Frida figure out this problem so we can go home. Ren says with a mouthful of eggs. <laughs> yep. He's a stress eater, that's all. As Hugh turns to leave, he hears a thud <laughs> on the ground behind him. He looks behind him and he sees Ren collapsed on the ground. Ren has a dream. In this dream, you are outside the city. Standing before you is a tall, robed figure wearing an anti-psionic helmet that you've become familiar with. Mask, really. Renders his features unrecognizable. You hear him speaking from behind the helmet, though his words are laced with a heavy, strange accent you can't quite pace place, which may not come through in my speaking, so just imagine the accent. <laughs> the goddess Naya has led us to him. His tie to the Elder Dark is unusually strong for a child of the old world. The goddess Naya sees this from far away. She sees the light that cannot be touched, so he is called to save us. Does Ren know who the goddess Naya is? not familiar at all. He's never... Uh, it is... Um, <clears throat> we've never heard the name before. If the if Naya is a goddess, she is either new within the last 200 years or assuming a different name. Anything's possible. Ren... Can Ren talk to this being in this dream? Or Ren tries to respond to it and say, how, how am I to... How am I supposed to save you? As you speak, your words are lost in the wind. You can barely hear your own voice as you attempt to speak. The figure tilts its head, and after a long pause, he reaches out a gloved hand, wherein a map appears. Come to us, lead us to the dreamlight, save us. Suddenly you hear a deep, throaty laugh behind you. <laughs> 
you turn and see the fully demonic form of the croaker, perched upon a crumbling tombstone. He sneers at you before bursting into another fit of dark laughter. <laughs> the helmed figure ignores him. We are not what we seem. We are free. Come to us. Save us. Ren looks over at the And croaker. as soon as he even looks, he finds that as he looks, he is looking at the wall of his room in the city. Sideways, as he is like laying on the ground as if Hopefully he had collapsed he was, like, there. Hopefully like looking at him. Yeah. Hugh, Hugh sees his off. eyes open literally like one second after he fell. Like clearly fell over and just for like two seconds his eyes were shut and then his eyes open as you see his like jerk his head as if he's trying to look at something at the wall. Are you okay? You collapsed. Uh, <clears throat> Ren says, uh, I think Did I'm... Did you pass out or I something? I think I'm okay. I. What happened? I've had a vision. You've had a vision? Perhaps we should gather the group. Okay. Let's gather them. Gather, 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 gather. As soon as you walk out of the room, you see Frida standing there at the end of the hall. And she's, again, tears down her face. And she says, did you hit him? Oh, oh God. Frida, come on. Ren holds his jaw and says, he hit me so hard. He, me. he wouldn't stop hitting me. He said if I pulled you. Does he really say that? Yeah, but then he laughs and says, just kidding. As soon as he says that, she just started, like, bawling. <laughs> And then he says, just kidding, and then she looks embarrassed that she started crying and just looks away and just wipes her face and then goes back to her papers. Emotional All her periods are hitting at once. All at once. A thousand years. It's like breaking the sound barrier. It's all just caught up in boom one time. You guys know that. Alright, so you guys have left Ren's room. Frida has gone back to her papers. Gather group. Completed. I mean, it's late at night, so you guys just arrive back home. Ren is predictable. They know exactly where he is. He walks in the door, as Ren says, we should gather the group. Boom! Rur follows behind. says, Boom. why should we Hasten steps from the shadows, where he was not a moment before, Creeper. but he is now. Creeper. He does that Ren. to everybody. <clears throat> I'm in the bathroom! Ren oh. says... I need to talk to you, though. Ren says... <laughs> I... Has anybody else had any weird visions? Many times I, in my life. I just had one, just now. What? Recently? Just now. Is anyone just else? now. Brandis looks... Five minutes ago. When you collapsed. When I collapsed. I have not had a vision like I told that you recently. I, no. I know. I, I had a not... vision. He was like, Eight obviously, no. This is more for the other people. lined up in a row on the bar counter. It's all kind of fuzzy after that. Hi, Ren. Um, Ren then proceeds to tell the group what he saw. Ren just watches on. Not cynical. Man, I can't remember the word. Like, I don't know, man. That sounds like skeptical. Skeptical. Thank you. Why was that thing? Ren is very cynical. <laughs> no. And uh. skeptical. Mostly cynical. Why are you skeptical of this? Because no, no, you're it's a liar. Just his, it's just his look. I mean, do you but keep, keep role playing? Skeptically. Skeptically. Do uh, you this ask could him be another this? avenue. They said something about a goddess. 
Does Aurora? I mean, you were do looking for options. Do any of you guys know of this? Aurora thinks it through. Never heard of any. She, of she's very well versed in religious well, things. Might, None of you have ever heard of the nope. name Naya. I might ask the local clergy. Maybe it's something Naya that's popped Papaya? up recently. It's probably like a snake god, Brenda snake. says. Yeah, it's always snake gods. Snake gods. It's like yeah. a snake god. Made of snakes. How many snake gods have you encountered over the years? So many. Is it just the same snake god? So, uh, oh, it's Naya. All this time. Brenda says Pinter, we should be prepared for snakes. Did Pinter have any relatives named Naya? Not that no. he ever mentioned. Not, not that he named her. He dropped. had a big weird family. Does Ren say that? Yeah, I guess. Pinter, yeah, have any relatives ask. named Naya? Okay. Well, he's not of you. Not, not he that he ever mentioned. The Croker was there, and oh, he was yeah. just throwing out things like maybe these are like trapped ghosts or something of Wait. the Croakers that are wanting to get out. I don't know. That's so Pinter is haunting us. I don't know. Well, just because you dream about Pinter doesn't mean he's in your head. I don't know. We've never I'm had casual visions before. Well, like literally. As if you want. Or go ahead. Say. As you are discussing this, when Ren is sort of recalling upon what he uh, is telling his story, he finds himself acutely aware of a hidden cave about a week's journey to the south. The weeks of your journey which is now you have multiple godly abilities to move extraordinarily fast over land. Uh, so a week's journey for you, potentially a month's journey for anyone else. Hmm. We can move it's just faster. like as if he knew it, as if he had, as if he had studied an area it around, but all of a sudden occurs to him that he's pretty sure he didn't know about this before. Yeah. But it's, he conveys it to everyone. Okay. That sounds worthy of investigation. So it was just a, a mass. Did they seem mean? Did they seem aggressive? They didn't seem aggressive. They wanted to be safe. The broker seemed aggressive. But they wanted. I mean, were they saying, like, come to us? So we can eat you. Remember when Henter put on the mask after we killed Char? Yes. And he went a little bit off the deep end? Yes. That it was that croaker. That was kind of the vibe I was getting. But they just wanted to be saved. What they said. Saved from what? Brandis says, I've seen many cults that save people or want to be saved. Plan for a snake god. <laughs> I keep putting it on my belt right Fast there. Uh... gets a snake bite EpiPens. Dude, I stubbed my toe. Could have been a snake. So what do we do with this? I mean, some group of people in this world want to be saved. That's pretty much everybody. Well, I think I think the most important element here. If is there's the a fact goddess, that there's a god involved. That could be neat. That could be interesting. Just from the presentation, does not seem like uh, innocent, friendly. Well, we won't know until we go. We just want to be saved. Yeah, we should. I think we should go, but steal ourselves against snake. Well, snakes. how how much more do we have left on this? Snakes, especially god divination or god detection ritual thing you guys are working on. Rough. I mean, I know it's difficult to figure out. I mean, it'll be done Not when much. you figure it out, but not much. Another day, another week. We're close. Okay. 
I mean, we're close, aren't we? Like, Frida? how much longer do we need? You're not, you're not necessarily close. You're just continuing to work on it. At this point, could be a few days. Can you work on it as we travel? Well, Frida could. If we could. take Frida with us, no, it would slow you here. down. You could take Frida with here. you. She I typically suppose. stays she inside keeps the city. Running to Ren, so I just thought. Um, Frida says, "I think even if there's no god there, I think uh, a point of interest within a week's travel." is certainly something that we should investigate. We traveled for months in one direction and saw nothing. It's a barren wasteland. If something is that close, well, we moved I just slower. want to know what it is. We moved quite a bit slower when we traveled that trip. True. We yeah. were on Char Power we, exclusively. We were on. Now we're Char level is in red. So we're going um, yeah. slink, like blink. three times the speed. Those mm-hmm. blinkings make you go faster? Yeah. No, that's what you're telling me. Every time she says um, Okay, so we have a week's worth of travel away. Do we. Are we resolving what we're doing with the Munitar? Are we leaving Arel hanging leave for a week? We should leave him hanging for a week. Well, okay, okay. Wait. Hold on. There's no reason not to. We're wasting time. No Would it make things more difficult in the event we decided to kill him by having him in the city? We, these are questions to which we have no idea what the answer is. I'm just saying, would it be nicer if we left the city, dealt with it, and then came back? Okay. If we're going to go to this cave, we might as well go to the cave and have a Munitar here when we get back so that if this thing doesn't work out and there is no god there that we can <clears throat> suck dry, then uh, we can come back and have one right here waiting for us. Good enough. Okay. It'd be like going to get a meal at a local tavern and having it closed. I need to come back. Just means we have to take him out behind the shed and take care of it. If Who goes to, to Aurel to tell him this? Aurora. Aurora. Aurel responds saying, "I am. Re- I am ready to begin with the process as soon as." So you, you mean accept. you can have him here, like snap your fingers? As you have seen before, Aurel seems to be. Seems to find it difficult, or perhaps he is completely unable to explicitly reveal the location of okay. the Talk about the. So, what you're saying is that RL, or not RL, but that Amunator could be here very quickly. Or maybe he is already if here. If he were needed, yes. Okay. I'm if he there. were needed for any reason, yes, he could be here. Like it is explain. It's a term, he, he nods. <laughs> um, he says, a term from the old world that I have not heard in 200 years. You're welcome. <laughs> Has it only been that long? Okay. Moving on. Great. Heard some we'll be back in like timer. a week. So, so you've waited this long. You can wait like another week, right? He says, I am in no rush. Great. He says, being inside these walls is comforting. Plus, yes. I will walk amongst the city begin to gain the respect of the people. Okay. He stands up and stretches right. his fire wings. They like He could still nice, be their god thing, even if we kill awesome a Munitar. Just means mm-hmm. their shield's stick still with, kind stick of with the good side of the At least then they have, you know, a fledgling god thingy for when the shield collapses in their face to I just assume get bowed. So. I mean, Bye. clearly. Is he the only person when, you can talk to before you're leaving? When we leave this... Well, we let the loose Uh, she leaves... Uh, a note. <laughs> she leaves a note. She leaves a note. Yeah, with like 
with oh god, she's like leaving the note on his door, and and Brian is just like is walking up as she is like writing the note. You really leave a note like. Here's the salvation for your city. Please help me make this decision. And then you leave a note saying we're going to be, be right gone back. for two weeks. I'll be right back. It was literally like... This is why Brandis knows he has to go. <laughs> Brandis like, goes like, to I Alouse. can't face... She can't face Alouse and say, yeah. Alouse has been very busy with governmental uh, duties and, and the... Brandis, please. This is maintaining the priority, Maintaining the order of the people has been uh, challenging. And now with, uh, with Arel's arrival... It is, it is even worse because every, everyone's got an opinion and, and uh, he's having to the talk shows are calm people. And, and uh, Anyway, so Brandis comes in and Elise grants him audience. Immediately. That's cool. Brandis walks in. He says, how can I help you? Brandis says, um, uh, I forgot the, why these, I the angels, here. the angels, uh, deal seems to be genuine. It could, uh, prolong the life of the shield for much greater than it will without the power source. Uh, without Elus being here. He says, that is great! Yes. Um, he says, use this news to rally your people. Um, tell them that they will be safe. And the ones that were scared of leaving into the unknown with us uh, will be uh, less fearful as there will be no great change. Unless something unforeseeably beneficial happens to us, um, taking the city with us does not appear to be an option. He says, I understand. He says, your kindness and willingness to help us, despite your own efforts, despite your own goal not requiring it, is, uh, he shows says, us that true heroes still exist in this dark world. I am happy to know that a part that, uh, that that that, that are you, you are all connected. He's there. He says, "I am happy to know that you are all connected to my own ancestry." Yes, connected. Some more than others. Yes, we're all in your ancestry. Yeah, says, that's not what happened. <laughs> that's not. No, it's metaphorical. He's talking metaphorically, guys. Guys. He says, "Don't start the celebration yet. You are still." far from a safe place in this terrible world, and there are powerful people that work against the salvation of your city every day. Like Pazuzu. That's not what Brandis was implying. I know. Right, so are you there, note-leaver? Remember, no, she, no. she had an, she Brandis, was Brandis' intention was to speak to Elusin alone, as I understood it. He, he uh, yes. Oh. Fine. Then Aurora is so, standing outside the door, looking very the, nonplussed. These that are she at, was not these are at different time. Yeah. Okay. In this cool. conversation. All right. She can talk. Brandon says there are people that uh, there are people there are powerful people that work against the salvation of your city every day. But I'll be dead on a pike before I see this city surrendered to the outside forces. You've been dead on a pike before. Exactly. It's a hollow. The hollow promise. Um, <laughs> so it's says, like I could just jump on a pike to, to fill get myself. Uh, I'm dead. Sorry, guys. <laughs> um, and Brandis says that and waits for NPC response. Loading. And he leaves. It was a dot dot dot. Do, 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 do. Door closes. Aurora's scowling at you. Loading screen. 
Nope, there's no loading screen. Aurora's right there. She's <clears throat> staring at you. Saul's gonna come with us. She's not she's, happy that you closed She the lives door in her hat. Yeah, she's Saul always, is always with you. Brenda says, You should have opened it. And walks to the front gate. You wedged a door under the handle! <laughs> Another Come door. He walked inside, pulled a different door off the hinges, and used it to wedge, <laughs> to this wedge door the shut. door shut. Why couldn't you open the door, Aurora? Weak. You're the queen of the Shining Lands. Can't open the door. Alright. Little door problem, huh? That business is taken care of. What are you guys doing? That's why they call you a dwarf. is going to the uh, front gate, assuming that uh, everybody is done with their key break. Aurora packed up her pack with nothing, really. Just <laughs> That's why. Brennus, is, is, is there just, any? Just is anyone doing anything? Nope. We leave. Yeah, the front gate. Brennus <clears throat> is ready to roll. He's got his stuff. When you leave the city and see once again the aberrant, fleshy landscape before Yay! you, you look back and you see Arel strutting through the city, his flame wings high, raising out his hands, and you can no longer hear guy. from outside the shield, but you can hear that he is addressing the people as he walks down the streets. I bet you he has one of those like natural megaphone voices, too. Like, oh yeah, he's an angel. They all do. Pricks. Oh man, I have like gift for megaphone voice. You have, you have the power of three gods. You have a megaphone voice. You can have whatever voice you, you want. You are way more powerful than him. Are you telling me that? Or are you no. an Aurora that? Brandis this is, is the voice Why of Why are Char. you jealous of that chump? You're the queen of the Shining Lands. I said that earlier. Says the man with the megaphone voice. Megaphone. You know, his breath smells like the ocean. I guess. Remember? I guess. I yes, guess. I do. <laughs> I remember. We are ridiculously speaks. powerful now, but it really doesn't feel like it for some reason. I don't know. Maybe I just haven't really well, because we, stretched it's like those wings yet. Two, yeah. I minutes. keep trying to tell you that you are, so don't be afraid. So express it right here. You are about to need to travel what would be months and months of travel. You are gods now, so how do you get there? Ren looks Lincoln's at points on the horizon, like the tops of mesas, and like just things off on, and boom, teleports to him. He can't teleport to things he's never seen before because that's just crazy. He doesn't know what's out here in this land. That's crazy. I mean, he could, but he doesn't want to end up in the middle of the mountain. So he... And he doesn't know how far he's supposed to go. He kind of knows where it is, and he knows it's going to take us roughly a week to get there. But that's what he does. So he, describe what teleporting means. So, <clears throat> uh, to the rest of the group, or anyone else that might be watching, um, Ren kind of goes into... He, he, he focuses all of his energy. He, he just goes into a trance. He stops talking. He stops arguing. He stops joking around and just stares at a point off on the horizon. And suddenly, he like heat waves almost start to come off of his person. And boom, he's gone. Nothing but just a shimmer of, of, of what used to be Ren. And then just poof, gone. But you can't see him. He's all the way off on the horizon. I don't know how you guys catch up with me. But that's... That's how Ren gets around him. Brandis... Unless you guys want to come too, and then he can show you how to do it too. Um, <laughs> Brandis uh, runs, and he doesn't run like supersonic speeds, but he covers the same distance in the same short amount of time as these other guys. It's like 
Odysseus kind of thing where it's not like he's going really fast. It's like there's a montage of Brandis covering a great amount of distance, running the normal speed of a normal human, but for him, it's like he was running three miles, and it's just like, and then he's there, kind of thing. Brandis still has a shadow, right? It does. Aurora rides in his shadow. Aurora rides? Like a chariot in his shadow. Yep. Like a little bit of sharp power. A little bit of shower, pop power, you know, sharp power. She actually okay. constructs a chariot out of out of shadow and literally just rides Brandis' shadow. So she practically attaches right herself to Brandis' shadow. Pretty much, in yeah. The shadow She's chariot. Like, this, is, this is way better than doing her own thing. Alright, that was Aurora's. Yep. Simple. Is Hugh next or is Hasten Simple. next? Simple. Hasten's next. Hasten is the wheels of the chariot. No. <laughs> Hasten is left behind a little bit at first as he's thinking, and you see him if you look back, he moves his his hands as the shadow on the ground stretches out. And you see, it is as if the sun is setting behind him and his shadow stretches out along a huge horizon. And then you see him just the lay horizon. down into the shadow as he then just gets up, uh, like, right next to Ren and looks. And then he does the same thing again as he puts his hands out and his shadow just stretches for miles along the horizon. And then it's just like, in a moment, it is that instead of standing here and casting the shadow south... He is now his, he is now at the other end, casting the shadow north, and you you God. don't even see. Hasten moves so much cooler. You you don't even see the transition. It is just the shadow stretches out, and then as if he was already there, and it just and then it repeats. Each day. Ren looks at Hasten. It says. I'll show you how to do my trick and you show me how to do yours. <laughs> because yours looks so much cooler and more intimidating than mine. He doesn't say that last part. He thinks it though. He just Cute. smiles. As then, as he's smiling at Ren, the shadow just shoots out and all of a sudden Ren is no longer looking at Hasten. He, you can't place the moment at which he is gone. It is as if he almost fades out slowly, but not really. It's just in your mind you're like, when did he leave? You know, in fact, in some of the more barren places that we go to where there's nothing on the horizon, Ren has to wait for Hasten to pop up, and then he teleports to Hasten. Teamwork, guys. It's teamwork. <laughs> T E. Hugh. Yeah, Hugh, Hugh's standing there, kind of wondering, like, how do I do this? After all, kind of his, his uh, allies have sort of popped off. Um, he thinks for a moment of trying to like alter time and he needs to like be there where he is and how to get there and somehow he's already there and somehow he's now both where he's standing and he's also there where he's in both places at the same time and in a few different points in between and then it kind of resolves and he's by Ren he just psyched himself into being there huh like it, it almost looks a little bit similar to when he is firing the Kronos arrow, and the arrow is being loosed, and it is in the air, and it is in several other places at the same time, and to look at it doesn't really make any sense. And then Hugh is... So you just look over, and it's like Hugh is in a bunch of places, and then he's where he wants to be, and you're not sure when he got there, or or if he was ever even over there, like or maybe he, like he, was he, would, he was already at the destination waiting for us for the entire time. Yes. Yeah. We all show up, and Hugh's, like, picking his teeth with... 
But at the same time, he's still at the city he's trying to figure out how to get to there. Yes. And this happens for like a minute or what? <laughs> yeah, it's 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 a strange journey for the rest of you. Like, hey. I'll say that if any there. one of us falls behind, that would be a pain in the ass. Because we're moving all, pretty fast. I'll laugh at them. Huh. The first time you really got into stretch your legs with this power that you've absorbed. I mean, you had time to kind of acclimate a bit to Shar's power, but not a ton of time. And then you got Labalus Enerath, but used the ritual to come back and immediately found yourself fighting Umberly. Umberly was destroyed. Um, and you got her power and immediately had this confrontation with Pazuzu and had to go into the city. And then there was this rush to figure out what to do about Pazuzu's thing and then the ritual with Pinter and now you're back out and this is really the first moment you've had with three, with the power of three gods or even with the power of two gods to, to kind of start to come into this power and, and, and realize just how powerful you are and realize just how, just how inhuman you've all become in just the last few days. You know, like you said earlier, it's like you didn't you didn't feel, you know, orders you don't of magnitude. You feel strong until you have to lift something. And then all of a sudden, you're thinking about going a place, and you're there, and you're like, "That was, I did that on purpose, or <laughs> like, am I controlling this?" But you are almost without effort, and that's almost more confusing. Yeah. It's like because breathing. you're not trying to do it. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's kind of like all of a sudden you're really good at breathing, and you're yeah. like, "I don't understand when, when, how I'm good at this." I was bad at this before. I was, how did this happen? Yeah. I want that to happen in real life. You want to know kung fu? You just you just heard it. Lincoln, Lincoln wants to be a superhero in real life. <laughs> no, he doesn't. He wants to be a supervillain. No, he wants what? Be, he wants to be really good at breathing. He, he does. I want to be say. really good at breathing. That's he what he's doing. Really take Lamaze class. All right. <laughs> so did not go as long as I thought it was. You all arrive at the same time through your various blips and blops and bloops and chariots. Blips and blops. And sometimes and just running. Montage. Brandis travels via montage. <laughs> Brandis has the power of montage. <laughs> he just kind of runs at the normal speed of a person, but it's like you guys didn't realize it's not that long of a distance. You guys, did you see how far we traveled? Brandis was like, it was only like... The city's right there. Yeah, the city's like right there. You arrive! What? Hey, uh, Do well, we? Uh, well, I think we did. We did? Well, has Hugh arrived, though? Has. That's when we know we're really there. It's sort of like... Okay. okay. Sorry, I had to pick the track. You arrive at the bottom of a rocky cliff face covered in swaths of black lichen. A few hundred feet away, you see the mouth of a cave and two figures in the anti-psionic helmets holding spears. They appear to be human. From far away, it's difficult to distinguish their true nature by observing them alone as they are wearing helmets which obscure, obscure their faces, heavy robes, gloves, and boots. Notice pretty quickly that both guards have only four fingers on each hand and their arms are longer than the humans would be. In fact, there doesn't seem to be much about them that you would call natural, as the amount of aberrant energy around them becomes more and more apparent as you look at them. Huh. It says, well, back. They've got spears. Again... Again, uh, since Hugh is the one observing this, how does your newfound power manifest in in 
figuring out what these creatures are. <sighs> um, I'm gonna be throwing a lot of tough ones at you guys. Okay. Uh, let me give me a second here. Um, so Hugh has uh, always been able to. Well, I guess not always. Shard the Dark Lands. Okay, thank you. Notes there. That's helpful. Um, Hugh's vision, since he's got it, has allowed him to perceive things that he would not normally be able to perceive. And with the addition of, um, I guess you could say, this divine energy, this godly energy, it's sort of augmented it uh, a bit. Uh, his most visible physical manifestations have been in these swirling sort of seeming to change color with the new addition of God's mists emanating from his eyes, and it's allowing him to see uh, more as well. Um, where before he could maybe see faint images of the weave or of power like that, now it is uh, clear and very, very plain. Um, and it's no longer as difficult to discern. So he can see very easily um, that the energy that is slowly overwhelming this place is the same energy that is associated with these critters down below. And as he, as he, you know, he does this kind of exercising this new muscle and realizes to stop trying to look at them and look at them. And see them. Stop. Well, I was trying to do the major, you know, stop trying to hit me and hit, stop trying to look <laughs> at them and look at them. Fine. As he stops trying to look at them and rather, and instead, sees them, he can see they are illithids. Mm. Huh. Those things on. But, going back to what he has known in his pre-god state, he can tell just naturally they are not moving, they are not behaving like illithids. That, uh, they're not, they are not behaving like illithids. As they're, the way that, they, even just the way they're carrying themselves, it's different. There's something off about these ones. Yes, Aurora, take a look, see if there's anything she can figure out. And she's pretty familiar with aberrant folks. Sure. Well, Maybe it's some very variant of the illithid species. Uh, so you want to figure out if they're some a other different kind of breed illithid? or something? Okay. I don't know. All right, all right. Or takes a look. Looks into their souls. Because you can do that now. See, I see myself. Oh shit! That's and a crying child right holding a dove. <laughs> Man, how about symbolism? I hate symbolism. <laughs> I'm just gonna see Hugh with broken arrow. A pristine crane drinking from the lake. The lake is on fire. A crane bursting into flame. And has a head. All right, run! Come on, what are you guys doing? I've tried to look at them. See if there's some sort of illithid variant. She's looking at them. Yeah. For further investigation. He's describing what he sees. Um, asking if she is aware of any kind of illithid variant, or if these are just illithids <laughs> are that are be acting strange. She has like thirty seconds before Brandon starts running up. Uh, running. Actually, she well, she just she agrees with Hughes. She she can see that he was correct. That they are definitely illithids. Abnormal. Her own. Abnormal. But uh, can't. It doesn't. It's not like oh, there's a different species. Well, do of they illithid. seem? They're just like... not acting like any illithids you've seen before. Huh. Okay. okay. All right. Ren, you got the vision, so you should go up there. 
Yeah, Ren. <clears throat> Ren makes his way up there, but keeps a healthy distance. And yells out to them when he is within. Not completely needing to scream, but he keeps a healthy distance and says... Hello. And says... Hi. We have come to speak with he who is in charge here. As you approach, they see you. As you you're just walking up normally. Yeah. yeah. Very intimate. They walk to to meet you. So, but basically, as soon as you start walking over the ridge, they see, and the two of them walk towards you. Do, uh, do they seem formidable? Yeah. Do they look like they're walking towards us, like with aggressive? With no, they're not spears like spears pointed, or they're just no, coming no, no. to see what we're doing. They're walking like a like a diplomat coming to meet an ambassador. Nice. Um, and so do you stop short do you go all the way Ren will go Ren will go all the way up but stop maybe 30 feet away from him okay as soon as Ren stops they stop as well as if they're taking his lead Uh, they take a couple steps and almost you see them sort of stop like they weren't expecting that, but then they do. These are all kind of subtle things, but you guys are all very perceptive. Easy enough you know, to you're, see. As you're coming more and more into your powers, these things, you know, even Ren's finding that he can read people. He, he is as insightful as the most insightful human there is, uh, as far as comparing it to human powers. You know what I mean? I think he's the most insightful. insightful Hugh's not really a human anymore. That's what I'm saying. He, I'm saying even Ren, who is not, who is not a Particular, or I should say, even Brandis, who's who's not particularly insightful normally, finds himself able to read yeah. mortal beings like is a book. A, I mean, uh, are they like level one? It's just anyone, Never. anyone, because yeah. you're. That's what I'm trying to explain here. So anyway, they, he stops short, and then once Ren stops, he stops, and he says, "In perfect common, welcome to refuge, children of the old world. I am Thalieth." First awakened by the goddess Naya, I wear this psionic suppression helm as a sign of my intent to do you no harm, but it is very uncomfortable, so I would like you to trust me as soon as possible so that I may remove it. That is like the most candor we have experienced. <laughs> I in trust him immediately! <laughs> The other, Ill- the other illithid makes a series Surrender of clicking and scraping. The other illithid makes a series of clicking and scraping sounds, which seem to indicate some sort of impatient agreement. You find yourself even able to interpret these clicks. Uh, trust those clicks. He says, "Please excuse Alex. He is only nervous." So he's asking permission to take off his helmet. Rena says, "Do so." I trust you. We are the well inside check. Name? Well, not inside check, but Brandis you says do see, so. Do they seem aggressive? What's his name? You see uh, so. no deception in them at all. Uh, they are both. Um, they are both obviously Thank trying you. very difficult to uh, and Alex to be diplomatic with you. Mm-hmm. You you get the sense of somebody who uh, an analogy would be someone who's speaking to a king, but they don't normally do this and. They're really, really nervous and trying their best to to follow the correct customs and and do the right things and speak the right way. That's the, the it, and it's just incredibly obvious to you. They're doing it 
decent job. Still incredibly obvious to you as they're standing there and just kind of, you know. Brutus I is, don't see any harm with them taking off their helmets. Brutus, go ahead and remove your helmet. Plus, if they took their helmets off, I'm pretty sure we could dust these guys. That's yeah. what I was thinking. We could probably yeah. pop their heads. We have not been afraid of illithids in a very, very, this very is, long time. Maybe we should be. The only thing I'm worried about is going into the cave and being surrounded by 10,000 of them. But these two, that's fine. Go ahead and take your helmets off. You're right. Those would be terrible odds for them. Uh, when Ren says this, they both remove, um, actually they said, they said, please, uh, come with us to the refuge, if you wish. We cannot remove these outside. Why can't you remove them outside? He says, the second reason of our wearing the, uh, the suppression devices is to protect ourselves from uh, from the Dark Ones. Uh, the Dark Ones? He I says, The Others, the Unawakened, those not under the Goddess Naya's the other protection. Right, he says, he says yes. Yeah. How um, many of them are around here right now? He says, There are billions. Like, around here? Like right here? No, no, no. They want to protect themselves like the citizens of the city who wear the same helmets. Let's go inside. Brandis uh, Hugh walks in. Thalier, was it? The doorway. Thalier, was that your name? Uh, yeah, Thalieth. Thalieth. Yeah. It says Thalieth. Um, what is he the says, refuge? And this is Alex. As he gestures, the other one nods. What is the that? refuge? This does mutter. That's an odd name for an elephant. He says, uh, Thalieth responds and says. Some of us have taken human names in an effort to further distance ourselves from our dark-ruled kind. Brandis mutters just as quietly, That's odd. He says, odd. He says, We should move into the refuge. It is lined with an unusual mineral deposit that dampens psionic activity, shielding us from the Elder Dark's gaze. Interesting. Uh, okay. Anyone see any issues with at least initially stepping in with them? Brandis... Francis has already walked through the threshold of it's like a cave entrance. When you do, nothing bad happens. Ren thinks that Brandis has caught a case of retarded lately. Brandis <laughs> says, you guys can I'm, listen I'm for a scream or a sudden clattering of weapons. It's like, it's like Brandis has dropped all reason. It's like Brandis isn't scared of a creature that Let's was a to us. Let's save this town and go hang out with the elephant. Fifteen levels ago, Brandis is not afraid. Ren just of any wants elephant. to point out in this petty argument that we're having. Brandis is already inside. <laughs> that or I guess Alex like a our our sacrificing nudge. of our lives to go hang out in the elephant stronghold is all. Brandis's idea. You were the one who brought us here. And he is extraordinarily. Brandis says. Brandis says. You're right. You're right. I don't want to risk this group. You wait outside. Let's go, guys. No, no. I don't want to risk your life, Ren. And I fear for your well-being. These monsters could eat you alive. Please. The three please, of us should go. Like a freaking old married couple. <laughs> Shut up for a minute. <laughs> Let's go inside. Oh, I'm, so, I'm ah! sorry. I thought this was America. Ren is suddenly... Sort of... Ah! They could eat our brains. That's really rude. They do eat brains. Yeah, but maybe you should, like, not it's mock them. for them. Cuisine. Oh, 
I guess you're safe. Exactly. Brandis right. defends them. When he, when Brandis is walking in and the rest of us are walking in behind him, Ren mutters under his breath so that everyone but Brandis can hear him. He says, this fucking guy, he is really, really getting on my nerves. If we just all settle down again, I'm sure we'll get through this. Brandis continues going, huh, Ooh, what's ah. over there? So you walk through the mouth of the cave. Fine. You find yourself in what you could only think to call a sort of courtyard. The cave is very, uh, has a very high ceiling inside, and you can see these mineral deposits as you walk through, uh, seeing straight through the rock, especially Aurora, perhaps, uh, particularly. Ooh. She always notices this is a new mineral. rocks and stuff. But yes, uh, definitely a new mineral probably formed from some sort of fusion caused by the cataclysm and something. What's left of the weave completely disintegrated and merged with physical material. It's fascinating. Can we just take, take some of this? Would that and be it rude? seems to create a shield over I'm this take huge with us. cave network. Scream, scream. Scream. Snort. And wow. <laughs> this courtyard has what you might describe as Lamp posts, okay. uh, bits of uh, uh, stone formed into cylinders about uh, ten feet tall, and then above that is a sort of writhing uh, emanation of light. It's sort of like a tiny little tentacle, tiny little tentacle that's like moving around, and it just glows brightly. You can see that it is uh, it is an it is enchanted with the sort of aberrant version of a simple light spell. Gross. And there are several of these that so illuminate gross. this uh, that illuminate this cave and you can see networks see, moving we, off you don't in multiple know directions. Is that the tentacle goes all, all the way through that tube and just pops out through the top in the little container in light. It's like that's what it is. It's not like a teeny little tentacle up there. It's like freaking it's gonna jump out at you. Rora says that. She has no idea. She's assuming the worst. Hmm. Out of she trusts Thalieth and Alex, but she doesn't trust the, t- the light post over there. That thing's suspicious. <laughs> Rora sometimes does make statements that sound like a crazy person. That's one of them. Be careful about that light post, guys. I don't trust this gym. <laughs> Uh, I, so, how long have you guys been as they, here? And as they enter, they remove cozy their oh masks. God. Oh god. And you see... Gross. Gross. The oh illithid god. face, tentacled <sighs> face, and what's the, what's the illithid's face? head look like? I guess it's, it's just head. Looks like an octopus. Lobed. It's all squishy. Kind of an octopus with a big tentacle mouth thing. No, it's a kind of shake flesh. a bit and the and the and tentacles but not as firm as a skull. Sling around as you can see that they were all bunched up inside and it seems to be very uncomfortable for them as they like grab the tentacles and kind of pull them and stretch. It's like wearing them. a hat for too long. It just yeah. feels weird on your hair after a while. Yeah, and you see them like move their jaw around oh, and okay, as they open really... their mouth you can see the like the beak that bores into the skulls. Yeah, they do. Oh gross. Or it doesn't say that. And they open it up. And oh, like, that's disgusting! The beak, the beak snaps a little bit as they. Uh, wow, they're they not being that. very thoughtful. What's about um? That. And then they see your reaction, 
and uh, and Thalyeth like all of a sudden turns his head and and covers his face with it with a four fingered hand. You are the worst guest. No, you're the worst guest. They saw that you were creeped out by this. I just get a guy got Please ignore my brother's condition. (laughs) He's freaky. That's his condition. (laughs) He says, I apologize for our appearance. You are what you are. There's no reason to be ashamed of that. Okay. Yeah. Um... Okay. I mean, it's not like he can help it. He is what he is. That's true. Let's just move on. Yeah. Ren face. What is the? Who is the goddess Naya? It says, Naya enlightened us, or uh, Naya awakened, uh, awakened us, starting with me. You're the first. Awakened. He says, I was not always as I am now. I was consumed by the Eldark, tied to the Hive as strongly as any other of my kind. I had killed a human and torn off his helmet to do what our kind does, when I was struck by a moment of curiosity and put the helmet on over my own head. In that moment, I was suddenly cut off from the Hive, and in that moment, I heard a voice calling to me, urging me to listen to something other than the thrum of the Elder Gods. Naya led me to enlightenment, and through her I understood my enslavement for what it was. I have been working to enlighten my kin since that moment, but not every illithid is ready to accept Naya's guidance. I have only managed to free a small clutch, perhaps a hundred unique minds. And what are you working towards? You hear a voice behind you. says, It's a wonderful story, don't you think? You can see the voice before he turns around. You see a human woman in rogue's armor stride from one of the corridors into the room. Her hair is dark brown and hangs midway down her back, tied in sections with strips of animal hide. Two blades hang at her hips as well as a small adventurer's pack. At first glance, she appears to be a common rogue. But your senses are too keen to be fooled by even a powerful glamour charm such as this. She is definitely a goddess. Naya, I presume? Odd form. Naya puts a finger to her pursed lips thoughtfully, her eyes sliding over each of you in turn before settling on Hugh. Slowly, she walks up to you and squints into your smoke-filled eyes with a grin. Time has changed us both, I see. But I have not forgotten you. Hugh tries to see through the glamour to see what's beneath. She's just smiling at him, and uh, it takes Hugh a few seconds to recognize the presence that has been with him throughout his life. The goddess Avenger. Wow. When the recognition is shown on Hugh's face, she reaches up and tweaks his nose playfully. I always did admire your cleverness. You're always so good at making your own luck. Ah. Hugh is sort of... You guys know each other? Ah. Aurora has not recognized. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's a good... Yeah. Ah. 
she used to go by the name of Vandra. Brandis goes, oh, oh, huh. oh, okay. Naya bows. Brandis bows as well. Actually, yeah, yeah, she bows. Uh, okay, good, because that would have been garb. really awkward. Really awkward. Uh, <clears throat> yes. Oh, she turns and speaks aloud and says, Avandra was almost completely obliterated when the realms unwound. But by chance, one small part escaped and endured. I am she. Hugh assumes that has something sort of like what Solus is to Mistra or something like that. Yeah, it's not unusual for gods to uh, get reborn after death hmm. in this way. It was com- more common earlier. She says, huh. I have been... It says, I have spent my time here awakening these souls as she gestures to uh, to Thalyef and Alex and uh, and says, but she says, I am not one to remain and she thinks for a moment stagnant. I wish to awaken more. I wish to awaken all of the uh, all of the poor trapped souls of this world says but it has become more and more dangerous for me to leave uh, to leave my hard work here alone unprotected she says I cannot do both of these things so, so you, what do you want you from us seek to free more yeah. of the Ithalid from why, why their you... hive she says I have called you here to ask a favor of you why did you call me specifically if you've already got a thing going with Hugh? She says, Your mind was the easiest to reach inside the uh, inside the City of Light. Brandis doesn't know how you should take that. <laughs> she says, You seem to have a unique connection to this world. Okay. Rand kind huh. of... I am the smartest out of all of these people. Maybe that's what it is. <laughs> Can't be it. <laughs> she says... Everyone doesn't say it. Don't worry. <laughs> she says, I would ask you to take these people back to the City of Light. She says, there they will be safe and free, and perhaps together they will find some way to break the chains of the Far Realm for good. He says, this will free me to find more willing souls to break from the hive. The illithids. Take take the illithids into the city that hates illithids. He says, in this new world I have taken on more domains than simply luck, change, freedom. He says, these are the ideas, these are my ways that I spread and teach, and these are the reasons they worship me. Is she being legit? Aurora is she being legit? Concentrates is she, is to she see if she's being legit. Honest legit. Or there's no, he, there's no doubt in your mind. She's being totally legit. She's guys. being too legit. In fact, she's too legit. I mean, there's no doubt in your ability to read her. There's a doubt in your mind. I can't. Wow, she was really struck by the awful idea that it was to kill good gods. <laughs> this is going to be so much work. He doesn't say this. He's okay, just thinking look, it. Ren. Ren kills her immediately. No, but no. He's too cool for that. 
Ren. Oh, do I want to say this in front of her? Maybe you shouldn't mumble in front of the goddess. Perhaps. It's, perhaps you see, perhaps looking through more of the hallways, you're seeing some more illithid uh, faces appear as you see that they're uh, yeah, illithid tentacle faces appear in the, not the hallways, they but the, uh, the, the different kind of winding corridors. They're sort of gathering a bit, but not moving into the room. It's like they're just kind of looking on to see this this moment. Ren asks, why... I bet you one of them's named Brandis. Why can you not come to the city yourself? She says... I can, but uh, it says it is not my way to. Uh, it is not my way to remain sedentary. I must find more. I must spread. This is true, but if you were to use it as I your like base of operations, perhaps you could spread the shield of the city and work from there and spread your your mission and your and gather more and grow the city until perhaps one day you could rid this place of the evil influence. She thinks on this for a moment, and she says, because the city could also use your assistance. She says, if, uh, if the City of Light would have me as a resident, uh, so to, or as much as I would be, says, I would not reject the offer. She says, your suggestion is sound and a wise one. Of course. Uh, if says, you were to go, it to is just luck that I had found such uh, such wise people to bring uh, this request to. Of course, if you were to go to the city, there would be certain um, tasks that would be needed of you as well. This isn't a you've got to pull you've got to pull your share as well. He says, I did not expect that uh, a favor would come without payment in return. Well, if she's being honest... She says, these people, she these people, they can be helpful. They are people. individual minds. They are enlightened souls. They just, uh, says... the term. She says, many of them, in gestures to Alex, says, are fascinated with human culture and just wish to learn more. Well, there would be... There would would be many challenges. Uh, People, human human people, don't understand the idea of a not-evil illithid. It would take some time to adjust... Are they willing to not be accepted immediately as equals? Because that's probably what would happen. Just she says. I just. I teach. I spread the way of freedom. She says if you are suggesting that these people would uh, would move to a place where they would be less free than they are now, then that is not an offer I can take. Then maybe you shouldn't. I'm just saying, I can't guarantee that, so you should really think this through. Yeah, but there's a lot more illithids in this place than there are humans, and so eventually... No. Well, I mean, in the entire planet, yes. You mean on the entire planet? Yeah. So eventually, the illithids would far, far outnumber the humans, 
and if the humans did what was best for them, they would get along. It's an interesting idea. I mean, with the allies of Illithids, uh, I'm, I assume the Illithids are capable of wielding this chaotic energy that seems to be surrounding this place? Or that is part of this world now? Can they? What was your question again? Repeat it, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm saying they could be potent allies, the Illithids, for the remaining survivors in this city, because the Illithids are able to wield the sort of chaotic energy that fills this place, right? Yeah? She says, yes, that, uh, she says, many of our people have, uh, have become adept, and she gestures to the, to the lamp posts, as you can call them, at, uh, at wielding the aberrant energy in unharmful ways, they uh, they study as your mages do, to uh, to control and use this power. I mean, if the humans were to ever have a chance of survival after the weeds weaves collapse, that's what they'll need to do. So having people available who already have that as a leg up would be an excellent boon for them. I think we just found our solution, guys. Let's go back. I don't think she's gonna. Bruna says, we must speak privately on this, if you'll grant us that, Lady Evandra. And she says, Naya. Lady Naya. We'll speak privately, if you you would. She says, of course. Let's take a walk. Okay. Rennes leads the group outside. You guys wear your masks when you're outside? We don't need to anymore. You don't? We're that powerful. I'm sure. Hugh wears a mask. I was yeah, about Hugh... to say Brance doesn't, but by the way, Greg asked that question. <laughs> I'm the... just saying you guys have always worn masks previously. Nope. The... Okay, I'm not either. He wears a mask. He wears a mask. Okay. He wears many okay. masks. Hasten wears a mask. Ren wears a mask. <laughs> Boom. Not pussies. Not Ren blames all of Brandis's bullshit on the fact that he doesn't wear a mask. Ursus is just beyond this. That's what it is. Um, He's going so crazy. Brandis is getting Brandis influenced is by the aberrant energy. Wow, turned that one around, didn't I? Um, Brandis. Uh, so we are outside. You yeah. are outside the cave, where your minds can be freely found. Not um, with our magical power. Uh, we have three gods now. I think we can not wear masks. Can okay. we or can't we? Once again, we? I love how well, describe how you're shielding yourself. I was just asking. I love how it works. Huh? You guys can uh-huh. do whatever you want. We don't wear masks. <laughs> I don't know about really? He's <laughs> just do you, asking. Do you look at the runes? Yeah. Right. <laughs> Aurora and Brandis don't wear masks. You guys are outside the cave. Continue your discussion. Fine. Brandis says. We came here for another power source, and we found it. Mm. I foresee a bloody, bloody, and I don't use this term lightly, race war. If we introduce us elephant to the city, <laughs> I think I agree with you. There is no good They're end just... to this. And Brendan's looks worried because he says, "It's just going to." For once, I am pleading with you. Kill the good guy. Don't. Is, Don't is, introduce them. Is Naya with us, or is this a no, private chat? No, we're outside. Don't introduce a 
quickly growing nation of illithids. I, uh, I mean, that's the way I see it. Uh, uh, so... Plus, plus if we did that, our only other option... <laughs> Does not like the idea either. Plus, if we did that, the only other option would be uh, sacrificing Munitor or going with Pazuzu's thing. Yeah, we go with Pazuzu, which I believe is not an option. Um, sacrificing Munitor well, and who? Ben how? Would. Are we, we're killing Evander then? Do you see another option here? Francis, we came out here for another. Take Evander back to the city to and let her power the shield and but let the people her. and the illithid. Can you power the that shield would, no, and become? No, you can't. I, how do you know? They made that very clear. That you can't, that you can't do can't. both. Yes. It pretty. It was pretty clear. It has been pretty clear that the process that they believe to do convert this. the shield uh, artifact to run on a kind of perpetual god energy would consume them. It would trap. Consume the god. And and that's like the opposite and of getting what Evandra would be to into. power the shield is seems needlessly complicated to me. Oh. I mean I well, mean I if, thought, if that's an easier oh, but retconning, if, if, I thought she could live there and power the shield at the uh, same time. No. And I was like, this is a win win. Why do we want to kill yeah. her? Let let um, the humans and the illithids duke it out. That's not our problem <laughs> anymore. Um In that case, yeah, let's just kill Evandra. I mean we can take it to let, but let's kill. Uh, although, regardless of that, uh, you could you could pretty plainly tell by what Avandra said, what Naya said, and what you can kind of sense in her that she would she would absolutely not be willing to uh, be trapped in a tiny bubble. To forever. do that, no, it's not. It is not what her uh, no. her purpose is in this world. You need to clip that bird's no. wings and then eat it, and then kill it, and, and then power. eat it. Um, oh god, says, I can't believe Brandis you're saying this. Brandis looks to Hugh and says, What have we become? This is so No dark. one relishes... Three of us don't relish the idea. Brandis. I'm just speaking of the facts that I know. But... We need to kill a god. Our alternative is dooming the city. I don't ask you to take this lightly. But... Uh, do I, you see an alternative? I realize it just... I wish it had been some other god, some dick god I didn't like. Brandon says, You're I still was gonna sure have, it was a snake god. You'll still I'm have sure a Vondra back in our light world. I, that's uh, true. That's not much comfort. Yes, it's, not, it's totally comforting. Are you kidding me? It's, well, these are real people. It's not going to be the end of Avandra. It's the end of this Avandra. You'll never see her again. You'll never see this world again. You'll never see her again. You'll get to go see <laughs> The one you're so used to. I know, that's that's really just about as good an excuse as saying, it's fine to go to some town you've never been to and don't plan on coming back to and just kill a bunch of people and then leave. That's what I wanted to do here! I know, but... This is just now a different town. It's not... What's the difference between this and some different town that's hard to get to? Like the well, city. Brandis, like the city. Okay, or, do, you, do you say that? I don't know, I'm just... I mean, if... I mean, Brandis is gonna... Is you it gonna, like, slam back to here? You didn't seem to have such a difficult time earlier. He was waiting... flopping waffles. But he was waiting for someone to bring it up. That's what he was saying. I mean, he was... Okay, um, Brandis says, uh... Uh, enlightened or not, it's a silly city of illithids, um, freed from the slaves of, uh, the, the chains of... Elder Dark Lord. Uh, the Elder Dark Lord, but, um... I don't fear illithids, but I have a healthy have 
respect for them? I have much less compassion for them than the last humans. Mm-hmm. Brandis is a racist. Brandis <laughs> is a racist. That is a little that, racist. That has been Aurora is also a little racist when it comes to Illithids. That so was established. They killed, they killed my Daemon. That's the other thing is like, Brandis is like, I mean, I bear a little bit of a grudge for that. I mean, I was, ri- that's why when we came in here and it was like, what if they're dangerous? Brandis was, er, Brandis says, Eager. As soon as one lifted a hand, I was ready to cut down any that we needed to. Um, I don't have any qualms about dealing with these creatures. Friendly and great hosts, to be sure. But we well, came here for a god. Let's just spell out our options, what, what we have. We have, firstly, the, un- the unthinkable option of dropping the shield and getting... I can't and, even think of it. And getting information that would help us and getting home without a job. Boom. Number one. Number two. We jack up RL's situation and we take his god, also dooming the city in five years, possibly. Also unless they figure it out. Unthinkable. Also unthinkable. They could come here. I don't know. Everyone living in a cave? You really think that'd be better? I don't know. Well, the okay. cave's not going to stop anyway. me. Third option. And the cable not predict. Third option. We rob these illithids of their goddess and use that power to go home. And maybe also tell RL, go ahead with the city. And arguably, if you do have you know what? these illithids, they are surviving outside the wall. Who's to say that this will actually take away the illithids? Power. She was just the one that converted the first I said guy. I take away their god. Can they? Yeah. Can, so maybe they can go and keep converting themselves, and be fine. Brandon says know. that's a hard question Brandon to says, ask without raising a few eyebrows. Says, I agree. But they don't have eyebrows. Uh, you guys, so. you guys we speak of, of trying to maintain some sort of bastion of hope and humanity and salvation in this world, and we're gonna kill Evandra, who is like, I don't know. This is the art of luck. The we God of Luck and Hope correction. and Change and Freedom. We're and killing Naya. We're killing Naya. This is not the same Avandra that you know in the light world. No, Hasen says... She's not all too different, though. Hasen says, let's not kid ourselves. If we kill Naya, these awakened illithids, says, will not make it. No. They will not find more of their own. They will be unprotected, and they will be hunted and killed. Ren says, Then let's not kid ourselves even further and pretend like we've ever given two shits about illithids. What would Daemon do? Daemon would burn this cave He would have already killed the illithids. They'd all be dead now. We wouldn't have been able to stop him. We wouldn't have been able to meet Naya because he would have killed them all and she would have been pissed off and not shown up. We need a god's worth. <laughs> I, I think we it. just got our answer. Brennan says, I agree, but I suggest we afford each member of this group the same that I ask. That we not move forward unless we all are all in agreement. Alright. Not a light decision, Hugh, certainly. No. But a less. So you vote we kill Ivandra. Yes. You as well. Yes. You as yes. well. Yes. You know that. Done with it then. Or didn't feel very good about this at all. And now, Hugh's heart is heavy. The Can trap. we lure her out? Because I don't want to fight a whole bunch of illithids, please. We kill a hundred illithids and a former goddess. A trap. 
We must Sorry, set. We're not know. killing a hundred elephants right now. A trap we must set. We don't even have to worry about. We that. will avoid killing as many elephants as they afford us. No reason to enact a complete genocide of enlightened ones. If they are truly enlightened, they will stay out of our way. Right. Do we kill her? Do we reach into the clamshell and crush it in its home? Or do we pry it loose? Is this a pearl analogy or a clam analogy? I'm killing a clam, and the okay. clam is Okay. Do we kill her here or in there? It's a clam. All right, got it. It's a clam. You know, before we do any of this, okay. we could ask. She so, hey, not, you want to? She will not, and she'll be on the defensive. Still ask though. If we ever. You're always about the asking. If we ever considered. Ask her out here, right, like this. Have we ever considered asking Solace if she wants to help us at all? She's not powerful enough. Is she? Are you sure? I'm pretty sure. As long as we're laying are the we, unthinkable off the table. The have been considered by Pinter and Frida in their research and didn't work. In fact, the conclusion from when the priests tried to kidnap her and use her as a god to power the um, uh, shield shield is that it perhaps wouldn't have been enough however don't forget that it is uh, Solus's power that is also involved in generating enough power she has already she's included oh, her she's energy in into the, the ritual the, well, so absorbing be... her wouldn't necessarily give you anything more hmm. alright and we'd still have to kill them um, well no if we could convince her to stay here Maybe you shouldn't talk so loudly Do around it. my crown. Well, I don't care if she hears. I didn't say we're going to kill Solus her. I said we could just Solus ask her. comes out of the crown and sits around in a circle. Solus? Ren says, did you hear hi. that? Hi. He says, hi. This is, this is a child village scenario, so just... Shh. Okay. Ren says, it doesn't matter. Apparently she says, you're, not you're going to kill the village. No. Yes, says, Who said I heard that? you. No, what village? No village. She says, the village. That's we, not a village. Of the That's tentacle a people. den of... No, we're just <laughs> picking two villages and we say we like that one more. She says, why do you like that one more? Because they don't look like us. Excuse me, the other ones look like us. These ones don't. She says, people that look different Hughes, from you Hughes are racist. bad. No, no. No, I'm no. Giving the no, no, no. Does not correct her. She says, you all look different Solus, from me. Sol- no, we and don't. And she puts her arms Ren up. She says, Solus, I glow. You have pretty much hit the nail right on the head. The root of all pain. Is Other people. She points at Ren and says, but you look different. You're short. Ren says... <laughs> It's relative, okay? Ren says, Can we it just was not, not my idea to come out here and nuke this place. This is why I did not want to draw her into this conversation. She's These are like, this is like the highlight of Ren's day. She just kind of lays down on almost a bed of air, just kind of floating, and she says, well, these people are the ones that killed your friend anyway, and then just kind of spins around in the air. Ren says, no need to draw this out. 2,000 souls and a mad god and a pompous angel for or a good god who is quite sane and powerful and some funny looking squid faces <laughs> not a hundred of them that's what we're picking between once again Ren has no she says, do you like it do they like it if you call them squid faces as she keeps spinning not particularly no Ren has no but that's kind of about 
Zolastan sits up and you see that she forms her face to look like an oh, elephant. Gross. That's kind of Ren looks at Solace and says and says, What do you think we should do? She when, says, when given the two options We should that, kill the child. When given the two That's options that Hugh has What's just What's the metaphor stand for in that? Hold on, when given the two options that Hugh just that Hugh just put forth, what would you do, Solace? She said the objective is to save the world. You should do what gives you the most power. Well, oh, you've learned from Ren too. Naya is much more powerful than Wintar. So by that rationale, Brandis wins. Brandis always wins. It says so once again. How do we want to do this? Would now? it ease your conscience to fight her out here more? Actually, it would ease the fight, probably. Ease the fight, I mean, more potentially. Pra- more practically. I want fewer illithids to mess with. They are more or less innocent in this. Well, huh. Depends if they raise arms against us. So, but, Hugh, I know your conscious weighs heavily on this. Do you have preference between out here or in there? No. I vote out here. Out here. Fine with me. Right. Well. Um. Ren. It might be a hard, hard sell Ren. getting her out here, though. That's my. Ren. Um, You're good at flying. I also want to point out the fact that in my vision that got us here in the first place, the croaker was out here laughing at us as well. I don't know what that means. But seeing as how he is the head of the Deathly Hallows, I don't know what what was he Lord of the Lord of the Ghost Ghost Town. town. <laughs> Lord of Ghost Town? <laughs> Two of us said it, that makes it Ken. The Dream World or Calling what was it. he? Dream Keep. Dream Keep. So You guys called it Ghost Town. Sorry. Ghost Town. That's Lord pretty much what it is. Um, um, something to be to something to be aware of, but to, I don't know what that means. To be I, on our guard, but I don't know. I don't know if we can prepare for that. How can we can we prepare for that in any way? Maybe he was just in your dream because he is kind of the Lord of the Dreams. So true. I mean, I don't like. Maybe he had some bad tea the night before. That's also possible. Those eggs you've been making have been. But he's been getting all the eggs. They are good. chicken eggs. Okay, guys, I saw the Komodo dragon out back. Um, says, more eggs. um, it's something that we should prepare for, but I don't know how. I think. I'm just warning you. I think we do this quick like a band-aid. Quick like a bandage. The blood is dried, which also hurts when you rip it off. The blood is not dry yet. Then we should do it before it dries. Let's go. Metaphorical. I think we should hurry. I think that we. Longer we are out here, the worse it's gonna be. We don't have our helmets on. Should we just put our helmets on? No! No! Dedicated to this! I am Bye. so terrified! But, but if we fight Illithids, maybe we should just put them on. Oh, that's true. When we actually fight them, they might come out here and say, Psych, we're really good at that thing still. <laughs> they never said they weren't. You never got any impression that they have. Uh, have reduced in power. What have they been eating? Good question. 
stragglers from the city. Um, alright, then, um... Ren, you're in charge of luring them out. Ren, if you can just tell her that... I'm in charge of luring them out? Could we? When did I get that? You're the best Ever since you've been the best liar You're our go-to deceptionist. (laughs) Is there any possibility that we could save the elephants? Wait, that's not like... We know that. In the tool set of our group. For bluff? Yeah. We always depend on you you. for deceiving people. It's you. He swapped out his bluff stuff for more intimidate stuff. But he still has the highest bluff of all. He does still, true. Um, I mean, that's not like... You read it well, what, what What's your bluff? That's what we do. No one's yeah, like, he's just... just. I'm higher. He yeah. just took offense. Oh, okay. Yeah, he just took he's role-playing it. That's not Lincoln yeah. saying it. This is Ren saying okay, Of course sorry. Ren is the one to go do it, but... Yeah. No one knows the mechanics. He's I'm, um, oh, pretty good. Okay. Um, I, I've what, never seen... as high as it used to be. Ren takes just... pride in his ability to lie. I've never seen him take offense. That's why Brendis... He's role playing. You surprised. need to come up with a good lie, though. Don't just rely on your bluff. What? Decent enough lie. Why? Why would she need? I to also be out want here to remind alone? you guys that while I am a filthy, filthy liar, when you need me to be, he has issues. Quite often, I am a horrible liar. Okay. Then we'll I will go in with you and lop off his head if he doesn't lie well. No. <laughs> no. I... No pressure. I'll cover your escape. I'm if, all or nothing. Okay. If the dung hits the fan. Because we're in D&D. The no. fan is the part that's the problem. Uh, the dung hits... The hand fan, remember? <laughs> the leaf The fan. hand fan. This was a very <laughs> old reference. Um, it just bats it. <laughs> so I will cover your escape if things go south. You're wanting me to lure her out here. Yep. Without any the way of the illithid. Well... As few as possible. I mean, just get her to come out here. No matter how many come out with her, there will be fewer out here than what there are in there. Is there some way maybe we could do a cave-in or something so that when she comes out, they can't come out? We do have powers. Let's do that. Okay. Let's block up the entrance to the cave once she comes out. How about I just out? tell her that she should come out here because we have things to talk about that we don't want to talk about in front of Done. the illithids. That's Yeah. Simplest is the best. Let's do that and then... Brandis looks. Is there a large boulder near the mouth of the cave? At the top of the bridge. The might of Brandis and not the might of a thousand illithids could move. Might of Brandis, which is also the might of three gods, could carve out a boulder probably in an instant and put it in its way. Or just a large stick. Power of the gods. Brandis thinks of the power of the gods and says. I will carve out a boulder in an instant Wait, that a thousand gonna... illithids could not lift. You're gonna carve out a boulder? Like one of my favorite stories of yours. Are you sure you want to do that? Do you look at the runes? <laughs> I, I could okay. cement it into the rock Perfect. itself. All right. As soon as she is out here. All right. Ren makes. Oh God! Here we go. Ren makes for the cave entrance. Okay. And. Gets inside. He. Are you going, do you want me to come in or are you just? Yeah, you can come with me. Naya, Naya. Okay, there, I assume there's still two guards at the at the mouth of the cave. They are pointing out that Brandis is making sure that it is a boulder that a thousand illithids couldn't move. Even though there are only a hundred illithids in the cave, he's just making sure that it's ten times overkill. They might when be there like are a hundred illithids, Brandis does like not ants. plan they for it to be one hundred and one illithids strong. <laughs> 
If there's like one guy he didn't account for, he doesn't want him to go, oh, good thing they didn't notice Billy. He's <laughs> our ringer. <laughs> okay. A neck the size of a tree trunk. Ren gets into the cave <laughs> and calls to Naya. Naya. Oh God. Naya approaches Ren with uh, Alex and Thal Yeth. Alex. Walking behind her. <laughs> You're about to kill him. I'm gonna kill Alex. And and she speaks and says. Have you come to a conclusion about my offer? Or my, not my offer, my, uh... Request? My call for a favor. Ren says, we have. But there are things we wish to discuss with you um, that are perhaps best um, discussed in private. Roll your bluff. That's not a bluff check. Woo! Yes, it yes, is. It You're is. luring her out to kill her. Yeah. That's the quintessential you know bluff. <laughs> I was 100. I phrased it in such a way that it was completely honest. Okay, no, but no, no. also deceiving. What but you were saying is not deceive. honest in any way, shape, or form. You are trying to just. You are trying to lure her out to kill yeah. her. You know what? You, I will roll with my bluff check. You but I help. specifically. No, no, no! Listen to me. In, such in a way real life, that in real life, are you attempting to deceive her? In real life, you've a, got a gun. I got a forty-six. And you're nervous about shooting someone in the face, and you're going, you're going to walk up to him, and you're going to be like, "Will you come outside? I want to speak to you." Because technically, it's true you're going to speak to them before you shoot them. That wouldn't make you magically like. I'm not There's lying. no way you I can tell that I'm intending to shoot him. No, it's all can part of the that? bluff experience. I got a forty-six. Your hand there, Greg. Uh, a forty-six is pretty good. That was not what you were holding. What was I holding? Anyway, we we go over this the last like three weeks. I know we do a a bluff thing. Because you are attempting to lure her out. Because we don't actually bluff that often. Just just point it out. So forty six. Don't really roll bluff checks Uh, very often. Nicely done. Does she do an imposed roll or is she just kind of? Well, uh, oh yeah. We're gonna find out. Don't worry. Guy. Is she the goddess of telling when people are lying? It's not even lying? so much that I mind rolling a bluff check. It's the way that he tells me to. What you need? What? 20? That should be exciting. Roll a roll. It's a D&D. It's exciting to roll a check, and you're upset with that. Watch out. It's Get your ready. tone, young man. Let's <laughs> She says, roll a six for everyone that can't see the die. Natural sex. Uh, okay. No, you're lying. <laughs> she looks at Ren for a long while, actually. Looking at him. Does this. <laughs> it's making me uncomfortable. You hear a die roll on a table, and she goes, okay. Actually, for her, you know. Okay. Got a luck. God. Okay. And she walks out with Ren. Ren still looks at her. She says, action, make bolder. She says, wait here, my children. Says, I will return. Nope. Brandis follows them out. Making sure he's the last one. Can I roll an athletics check? May I please, sir, roll an athletics check? I'm going to do something athletic. Yes, roll your athletics check. I succeeded a hard check. Remember, it's that thing I do. I succeed at hard checks. <laughs> Wait, what is it? I have the um, 
bonuses, and I have the thing that lets me take 10, and taking 10 is right at the cusp of a hard check. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Brandis walks out and stops and breathes in a nice, salty ocean breath. And then just takes two massive 30-pound fists and goes <laughs> like that. And the table shakes. And, and causes a cave-in at the mouth of the cave with one swift, massive, ear-splitting, rumbling. You guys think there's an earthquake, but wait. It's like flesh ground. It's a Brandis quake. It feels like the earth... The earth's stomach is groaning. Because it's like all fleshy, so it's kind of like... Like that, as the fleshy stones... You just punch this world in the gut. Like that, and as it's collapsing, Brandis runs out and gets hit by a few boulders, but he's... It's the power of three guns. And as all the, as all the stone collects around the mouth of the cave, Aurora put, puts out her her hand that actually has the gears kind of swirling around it, and as that time energy goes forward, it kind of melts the stone with just the force of it, and it actually seals the entire cave, not just in like a massive rubble, but it all kind of smooths out and looks like one massive stone as uh, elephants are trapped heartily behind it. Hopefully they don't dig. Hopefully they're not fast diggers. Or there's a secret exit on the back. We didn't think this should Naya doesn't flinch when this happens. Well, hi. Ren is leaving okay. the entire... Now. Ren, is <laughs> Ren is leaving the entire explanation of what we're about to do to Hugh. Well, Are you not- kidding me? The, your intent is 100%. Yeah, anyway. So we're not saying anything? She... Thanks for killing the role player. She. Thank. What does that mean? Uh, you've got my shit. You're on the list. You're on the list. Because I made him roll a bluff check when he was bluffing. You're on the list. You. I knew I was making a chance bringing you here. She says with a loud voice. Guys, pay attention. After hearing the rumors of what you'd done. But I had to take the risk to free these people and give them hope. Will you not reconsider? She says to you, standing at like, with the like boulders and, and stuff like right behind her. She just walked out, right, when you collapsed it. And she just stopped moving when it started caving in. We are forced to choose between lives. Unfortunately, have not chosen yours. With that, then I will defend myself with a clear conscience as she reaches for her blades. Fight well. With that, Brandis. Brandis got attacked, I didn't want to cut off. He's not like, roar! He won. He won. He won. He won. He won. He won. And we'll continue next week. Woo!